The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good types. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> So without further ado, this is the Homance Chronicles. I am Sarah. And I'm Nicole. And we have a very special guest with us today. And her name is Lauren Berlingeri. And she is the owner of Higher Dose, uh, which is infrared saunas in the New York area. But she's also got a bunch of other cool, cool stuff that she's done. So we won't hold it up. Lauren, how are you? I'm doing well, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us from your sauna box in California. Always, always. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Nicole and I came across your information, and literally I told her, this female is terrifyingly accomplished. I'm going to ask her a couple of things and hope I don't look stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Um, so you, you started as a model and you ended up becoming like this incredible athlete on top of it. And like, you got to go out into the world and do what you really wanted to do. And it's so epic. But what I want to know is what is your like maybe most memorable teachable moment, um, from that time in your life while you were out in the wild, while you were dating, like, were you dating people? Were you trying not to? Oh, yeah. I was definitely dating. I dated a lot. Um, I actually never really knew what I was looking for. So I would say my most teachable moment is know exactly what you're looking for. Um, And I actually figured this out just before I met my husband. Um, Someone gave me the exercise of write down every single quality that you want in your significant other. And not like good looking, rich, blah, blah, blah you know, all the superficial things that we think we really want, um, but really, like, get detailed about it, like, write full sentences, and be super, super specific, and then, you know, brain dump on a piece of paper, and then go back and read it an hour later, and see if all of those points resonate with you, and it was kind of wild, because when I actually first did that, I was like, what am I doing, like, (laughs) I am going for totally the wrong guys, and, you know, like, just, totally wasting my time, but also at the same time, probably like trying to figure out what it is that I wanted, you know, Um, and you got to go through a lot of people in order to get really get there. But my best advice to anyone that's looking for someone is get so specific on exactly what you want. So that when that person's right in front of you, you know, that that's that person. And you're like, Oh, like, I'm going to, you know, 100% give myself in this situation or go out and ask that person on a date or realize that maybe it's a friend or, you know, someone you've known forever. See, Sarah has made fun of me many, many times about the fact that I have a list. Despite the fact there's been many, many people who have said that's the right thing to do. So I think it's hilarious. Only, and you know what? Maybe it's deflection because I literally could not sit down and write on a piece of paper what I would want in another human. I don't know those things. Yeah, you might just not be ready for it, which is totally fine. But like, the first way to manifest anything into your life is to be clear on what you want. That's the number one rule, you know? And then that's how you start manifesting. That's true. That is very true. That's how it works in theory. Problem is, I just don't know what I want. I like surprises. That's my problem. 
<laughs> you like funny stories though do you love like telling you know horror stories about who you're dating and what happened because like sometimes maybe you're in love with that too you know <laughs> i wish i loved telling these stories <laughs> uh, yeah what did you have going on in your life while you were trying to date because um i went through some of the things that were sent over about you and like Sarah said, it's pretty impressive. Um, and I assume there was like some moves and things in there as well. Yeah, I mean, I lived all around the world, um, which is probably the most interesting thing about me, I would say. Um, I started traveling at 16, moved to Europe. And then from there, it was Australia, South Africa, I lived in Turkey. Um, you know, that was definitely by far the best thing about modeling. And, you know, being a fashion model is just the, the experiences that I had traveling and, and seeing different places. Okay, so. what's your favorite man? And your husband probably won't listen to this, and that's totally fine. No, no, no. It's um, fine. While you were um, <laughs> while you were traveling, what was your like favorite like type of guy like um, from like the region, like you know, ethnic background? Yeah, no. I guess it's actually a really good question. Um, so definitely, I would say Spanish. I just love Spanish culture. Like, they're so warm and loving, and I definitely like a dark, handsome man. Um, <laughs> so I would definitely say Spain, even though, like, my heart's in South Africa. South African guys are, like, not the best to date ever. They're, like, <laughs> I don't know if you know much about South African guys, but they're, like, really tough. They're, like, kind of like mom and boys. Um... You know, I feel like they all kind of have, like, money issues, and it's like, I don't know, it's just not attractive and not hot. Um, so I don't know. Well, I mean, you're also extremely ambitious. So this I think it would be hard to be paired with somebody who is not. <laughs> yeah, keeping up with you seems like it could be difficult. <laughs> no, like, I always have known that about myself, too. It's like my masculine energy is, like, so strong. So I'd say if anything, like when I was dating, that was like the number one thing I was like aware of is like how I was coming across because being so masculine is like not the most attractive to most men, but you right. really got to find like the right kind of guy that doesn't feel intimidated by a strong woman. So, and it literally took me, you know, 15 years of dating to find that person. And, and my husband's amazing. Um, you know, he's not threatened by me at all, but yet he's still like, you know, he used to play football in college and, He's just, like, a total guy's guy, but he also is, like, super sweet and, like, has a big heart. And I don't know if it has to do with also his brother's autistic, so he's, like, super, like, connected and patient and empathetic. So I really, like, lucked out with him, which is pretty much why I married him. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, literally, like, I would say that's one of the hardest things for a lot of men to deal with is just the masculine energy um, from a woman. So. Yep. Heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I think it because, like, I noticed myself trying to be a little bit like more feminine than I am at the beginning, and then it kind of like it backfires. You know, it backfires exactly. Like, I have a couple drinks, and then I'll get aggressive, and it like always backfires. Yeah. So, it always are you around alcohol? Did they really like discover who I really was? <laughs> so, did you find that like um, your like if you were dating somebody you were forcing yourself to be super feminine and then at the end of it you were the one that was like so over trying to be feminine that you emotionally 
definitely checked out as well. You were just like looking like that jerk in the relationship that didn't want to be in the relationship anymore. Yeah, and I think probably because they thought I was so feminine, you know, they probably said and did things that just bothered me that would kind of like eat at me. And then, um, you know, you'd have like, again, it was like, as soon as my guards would go down, the real kind of true person would come out. But I also think like alcohol kind of like amplifies things too. So, oh, yeah. It's always been a disaster at the end. But, yeah, I feel like you only can be someone else for so long. Um, so it's just a matter of time until it catches up with you. Yeah, that's very, very good. <clears throat> so, Lauren, I just want to shift gears really quickly because before we got started, you said that you were actually in your sauna in your house. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and that you're, um, you know, taking business calls and whatnot in your sauna that that's your like one space that you have to yourself and um when you know you're trying to date and be a business owner and or you know I'm not sure where the the line of events the chain of events happened like if you became a business owner then got married or whatever but um I mean that's a lot to put on your shoulders and a lot of pressure to put on yourself like how did you balance it funny because I I mean I have a big tattoo on my back um, that represents balance because that's probably the number one thing I've always strived for especially someone that's like overly ambitious and a little a type personality um, I feel like it's really hard to be balanced um, sometimes and I always felt like I needed to become successful before I met somebody it was like this weird idea that I had in my head that I couldn't have both um and it wasn't until like I would say my first year into higher dose um that I met my husband at the time and he again don't want to like just sing his praises but he literally like used to drag you know sauna blankets and massage tables down the streets of New York to a pop-up event for me you know, he was like, he was like hands on deck, like super helpful. This was before like higher dose was anything. This is like when we were like crazy startup, like didn't even have a location, didn't even have a real business. And he was just like super, super helpful. So I was like, he's going to help me with my business. He's actually not taking away from it at all. So I think that really allowed me to like open more space and uh, for a relationship. Because, again, I always had this, like, weird idea that I, I need to be successful first. I need to put all my passion and love into my business uh, before I can, you know, um, have someone in my life that I'm dating. Because I always felt like they were going to, like, take me away from it in some sort of way. It was, like, this mm-hmm. weird belief that I had to, like, change. Um, and then it's kind of crazy because, you know, I just had twins um, seven months ago. And That's wild. Like, I can't. Things. Yeah. And now with this whole pandemic and coronavirus, I'm, you know, like we don't have any help. Not like we had like this built-in nanny or anything like that. But I, we did have someone that used to come three days a week for like six hours mm-hmm. um, and just like allow us to get work done. And now we have no help at all. So now I'm like really juggling, you know, being a mom and having a new mom and twins and you know my business and it's just like really fucking wild what women can do like you know what I mean? like, 
like found like obsession with just like power women that just fucking do it all. And um, I really think it took me to become a mom for me to really like master it because I feel calmer and more like relaxed than I've ever felt while getting more done in my life. Um, because you just kind of like cut out the fat and I feel much more empathetic and connected to people and it's just really wild. Um, you know, yeah, I feel I like when you're now responsible for caring for something else that's living, <laughs> like you are the responsible person to make sure that the, that these babies stay alive. Like it really reprioritizes thing. things. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Everything. I have and to grow have a person. Yes. And in my case too, right? Which is like, you know, insane. Um, I don't know if you, you know, have kids or if you ladies want them at any point, but it's, it's a wild experience. So talk about balancing. Like, that's all I do now is balancing. That's remarkable. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I wonder, because, I mean, personally, I I don't really, um, I don't want to say I don't care. That's not the right words. But I don't have a plan to have children. If it happens, yep. it does. If it doesn't, yep. I'm fine, right? Um, I'm not but, doing that. <laughs> well, you know what? it's good that you know that because you don't want to have them and then realize you don't want them because that's yeah. really, really <laughs> I've met those people. They're, yeah, they're I great. have too. They definitely didn't. Yeah, they definitely were. You know, the best folks models for being parents. That's for sure. You know, oddly um, enough, their kids turned out okay because they were self-sufficient. <laughs> like their totally. their kids are good people. Just the parents are shit. Yep, yeah. I 100% agree. <laughs> I usually <laughs> the people that struggle the most in life end up doing the most amazing things. So. Right. Mm. Um, okay. You are this like remarkable human being and you just brought two more remarkable human beings into the world. And this is going to be a weird segue, but <laughs> have there been like, okay. Have there been people in your life that have been not remarkable that have you know, caused you to kind of like re-question everything that you were doing because potentially they were making you feel like you were doing it wrong. Like a friend, a boyfriend, a family member. Yeah, totally. Um, you know what? It's really interesting because my business partner and I had the most interesting, amazing relationship, um, but it wasn't always that way. And I would say if anyone, I always said like she's made me an amazing mother because I made all my mistakes with her. Um, and, it's, it's really, like, and she loves it she thinks it's hilarious because she knows like we we pretty much like jumped into a marriage and had a kid together we didn't even know each other and we both like you know were reaching that point in our careers where like we didn't need to be doing this we were doing this because we wanted to do this and because we both felt very passionately about it but we didn't make money or pay ourselves for like the first three years and she's coming from, like, a crazy finance background that is used to getting, like, you know, absurd amounts of money. And I'm coming from a place where I, like, totally am taking a long shot, starting my own business. I used to be, like, a TV host model. And I already feel like I'm not enough and I can't be, like, a good entrepreneur as it is. So it's, like, it was this wild, like, roller coaster of a relationship where we, you know, started Higher Dose together. And we really, like, we're bringing so much emotional bullshit to the table. And we weren't paying ourselves. And it was, like, so stressful. 
and we really like had a hard time getting along and agreeing on things. And I didn't want, you know, our relationship to end the business. That wasn't ever an option. And that she felt the same way too. So we really like had to grow and change a lot. So it was like, it was like being married to someone that, you know, you don't have sex with, which is like kind of crazy, right? It's like, yep. Well, then what's the point? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. She says that exactly. You know, she's a trip. I think she's double or triple Scorpio in her chart. So she says the exact same thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> that literally comes out of her own words. But it, yeah, it wasn't until like we raised our first little bit of capital and had a little bit of money and like felt like, you know what, this is actually working. Did we like finally like really start to like make effort to try to get along and try to change and like we've like literally done therapy sessions we've done like holy shit prep work things oh yeah oh yeah it's been a very interesting relationship and now she's like we finish each other's sentences she's a sister you know she spends so much time like I know what triggers her she knows what triggers me we don't do those things we have so much respect and so much love for each other um, but it started off where, like, I've never ha- have had someone in my life cause me so much stress and pain and, like, tension. And, like, honestly, at a certain point, felt like I hated her. Um, like, she, like, I've never had anyone like that. Because, you know, I've modeled for, right. you know, 15 years. I, like, yeah. made friends and leave them two months later. I, like, dated a ton of people. Like, I didn't really ever had to work at anything in my whole entire life. Because it was just, right. like, a new country, new person you know, new person to date. So um, I really like, I, I would have to say my relationship with my business partner was by far the worst relationship in my life and has now been one of the best, most fulfilling. And I'm so grateful for it. That's awesome. I mean, you guys really stuck it out though. Three no years kidding. is a long time to not have profit and somewhat hate the other person. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a strong again, word. It was a roller coaster. Like sometimes we were like great. We were like hanging out all the time. And then it was like we got to take space to the point where we almost got into a fist fight in front of um, our first location, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. and, the, and the guy that like we rent the space from was like watching the whole thing and he had to like come break it up. It was so embarrassing. Like we should have had cameras following us from the very beginning because it was a total reality show. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But you made it. We made it. So the interesting thing, yeah, the interesting thing to me is that you guys didn't really know each other that well, you said, right? Before you got into business? No, I like pitched her on this business. I like crashed a meeting that my friend um, set up and he was meeting Katie because he was telling her about some probiotic gum that he wanted to create. (laughs) And I came to the meeting and like was like telling her about my idea and she was like, this chick seems cool. Like, totally gonna you know go for whatever she's saying and I like told her I'm like you need to go try this imprint on it's the only place in all of New York it's downstairs of a colonic center behind a curtain it's the most dodgiest place ever but I'm telling you you're gonna fall in love with it and she went and did and that like the rest is history we started you know hired us the next day we were like having you know doing business meetings out of her apartment that's great that's insane because Sarah and I were friends for many years before we started this podcast and we've been doing the podcast for two years now. And so we kind of know each other's strengths and weaknesses. So we went into this 
um, kind yeah, of we doing what we signed up for, you know? We, uh, we yeah. also worked together professionally. We did. However, <laughs> you, you want to be able to preserve your friendship first when you're right. friends first. Yeah. Like, We're I don't want the podcast to ruin now. our friendship. It so it's all, I feel like it's almost better that you went into your business without having that friendship there. Yeah, no kidding. It's like meeting a roommate that you didn't know would be your roommate, and then they're great. Exactly. And I think that made us a little bit more honest, too, you know, because yeah. it's like, we're not You had nothing friends. to lose. Um, no, and I'm going to call you out on your shit because it's not helping the business. And, right. You know, whereas, like, a friend, you kind of, like, maybe tiptoed around a little bit more, or maybe they wouldn't listen to you because they're more like a family member, you know, when you, like, tell a family member something, they don't really listen right. to your yep. somebody else. So, yeah, I'd say that helped us and saved us. Um, probably if she knew me, she maybe wouldn't have wanted to start the business with me anyways, because <laughs> I was like such a high risk, you know, like someone that had total like commitment issues. Um, you know, like I didn't think I was ever going to be living in a place for as long as I have. Like I moved to New York thinking I was going to LA, you know, and never made it there. And fast forward 10 years later and, you know, I'm still here. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, it is crazy because New York's like such a hard place to be. And yes, <laughs> I'm originally from Canada, actually, so it's like not my home at all. Um, and it, it's exhausting. It's totally exhausting. Is that why <laughs> you were looking for the infrared sauna in the first place? <laughs> Honestly, you just nailed it. Um, <laughs> so that, you know like I was such a New Yorker so stressed out so exhausted at that time that when I tried the sauna I was like I've never felt this fucking good in my whole entire life no matter what I've done and I was like some wellness enthusiast and everyone in New York needs to feel this and once they do they're going to be just as addicted as I am and it's going to be the next biggest thing and that was literally the drive um, and the why behind starting Higher Dose is because I needed it like anytime I was ever unsure of whether or not this made sense you know, whether or not we even had a good product, we would just, like, literally go in the infrared sauna and come out and, like, be, like, blissed out. So, what's the difference between an infrared sauna and a regular sauna? Um, infrared is actually a light therapy, um, where traditional saunas actually use coal or wood to heat the air, whereas the light therapy actually heats objects. So, in this case, your body. Um, what is very similar to is the sun. The sun actually is um, also a light and it does heat objects. So it's a much more gentle and effective way to heat the body where it doesn't feel like so hot as a traditional sauna. I always like to compare like a really like beautiful, fresh, sunny day where the sun's hitting you and you feel like your whole body warms up and your like aches and pains kind of go away and your mood gets boosted and you feel like so warm and good versus like a hot, humid, smoggy day where you're like exhausted so tired and find it hard to get from like point A to point B. Um, and because it is a light therapy, it actually releases happy chemicals because your eye picks up on the invisible light spectrum. So you're releasing serotonin um, and it speeds up your heart rate to the pace of a light jog. So you're releasing endorphins too. So you get this like high that is like no other high you've ever had before. Um, and it's really Hence higher dose, I assume. 
So yeah, DOSE stands for dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins. And we're talking okay. about like how to release these happy chemicals, how to get high naturally. Um, and the infrared sauna is one of the best ways to do that. Hell yeah. How does it work right. with your blanket? Because I saw, well, so first of all, your website is like um, super sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is one of the nicer websites I've ever visited in my life. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I feel like we can actually like be legitimate about the sexiness because like we have a product where people are required to get in naked. So, yeah. Um, you know, skin and body and, you know, feeling comfortable and happy and good. That's why we're always using like the color therapy um, colors and yeah, we just want people to feel good. So when you have a sauna blanket, like you're climbing into this, like, coffin like thing <laughs> but it doesn't go over your head i'm trying to provide a visual but i'm not doing well <laughs> i mean a coffin's more hard this is like a blanket um so you wrap yourself in the blanket and we have the same heat that's in the sauna which is far infrared yeah it looks like a sleeping bag it's a sleeping bag i hate using the word sleeping bag because like i don't know like, for me it doesn't give the best visual right it's a body tortilla yeah the only reason why we say blanket is because it literally performs better than um wrap did which we used to call it an infrared wrap but pretty much it's doing the same thing as the sauna it keeps your core body temperature it vibrates water molecules it pulls toxins out of the body it downs cortisol levels releases happy chemicals downs inflammation and leaves you feeling euphoric um all in one session so Wow, that's so cool. And it works. It does. That's why people are obsessed with it. We've been sold out of it um, for the last few months because it's really hard to keep them in stock. Really? It's a great problem. Yeah, totally. We are on pre-order right now. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. I, I feel like, you know, with the whole epidemic, it really has, you know, done one of two things. It, you know, it definitely has, you know, people feeling really down and stressed and worried about their, you know, health and wellness and, and that like, it's, it's so hard to deal with. And I really do feel like the infrared sauna blanket, even though it might not fix all your problems, but it, it does make you feel immediately a thousand times better. It does help you sleep better at night and it boosts your immune system, which is, you know, really one thing that I think we're all trying to like somewhat do is like think of ways to just like be healthier or, yeah. you know, boost immunity. You know, even if we're not always successful at it, it's definitely in the back of my mind all the time. Well, I mean, we also have this opportunity now since we're all stuck at home to like take better care of ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. So I know, unfortunately, a lot of people didn't have the money to invest in an infrared blanket, but they certainly had enough money to invest in copious amounts of toilet paper. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, and you know what? Like, our brand, um, it really tries to educate how to get high naturally with, you know, other things. Like, we're talking about cold water showers, just as effective as the infrared sauna. Um, I like to do them together, you know, do an infrared sauna or sauna blanket and then go into, like, a freezing cold shower. But it pretty much does the same thing, and that's free. So, you know, there's so many different things that you can do out there that can make you feel amazing and boost immunity and down inflammation and, you know, help with all the things that the sauna blanket does. So. Sounds cool. I do want to try one. Yeah. I mean, August. it sounds 
it sounds, I guess, like a a healthier way to detox. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know if detox is too strong of a word. Sometimes when people think of detox, they think of something dramatic or like starvation or something like that. <laughs> Juice cleanses. <laughs> and stuff like that and you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so on a diet of got... lemons, Tabasco sauce, and cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all tried that and failed at some point or another, right? Because um, we just felt so shitty that we would have done anything to feel good. <laughs> I think that's why that works. It's because you make yourself feel so shitty that you think you're better, but you're actually just coming back out of the hole. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it's all mental. It's like a mental game with yourself, too. Because then the entire time you're telling yourself you can't have something, it's all you want. And it's, it's not, like, realistic. It's not a lifestyle. Like, it's just a moment. And then you go right back to, like, your old ways. It's not fixing anything. And you can't really, like, detox that much in a few days of just, like, not eating. I mean, definitely, you know, I'm sure it's better than nothing. But I feel like more lifestyle adjustments and things that you can do on a regular and consistently and things that you love doing is like a much better substitution for these like fad detoxes. Yeah, I I mean, I'm always trying to, I guess, mix Western medicine and like homeopathic options. And yeah, and um, anything that I can do naturally seems like all around better for me, but it's not an easy fix. And so Mm -hmm. the nice thing about your blanket, to me at least, is that it sounds like it would be, um, you know, the same thing as like, you're going to take a pill, you're going to sit in your blanket. Like it's the, it's an easier way to handle integrating something healthy into your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you you enjoy it. And the thing is, is that, you know, we always talk about this 20-year-long Finnish study that talked about sauna culture. And, you know, they studied, um, actually only men, unfortunately, but nonetheless, um, men that did the sauna twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, five times a week. And the more that they found, the more that you did the sauna, um, the more, the, or the less chances of all-cause mortality And it went down to about 50% of all-cause mortality going down. So, like, Alzheimer's, um, dementia, um, like, inflammation, heart disease, like, so many things out there. Um, So, it made these men significantly healthier the more that they did it. Um, So, I feel like you're going to see definitely, I would say, in the wellness space, more emphasis around heat, um, heat therapy, heat and cold, and then also light. just because they are the most effective and really like the supplements are like totally overdone. Um, you know, and like people are just like subscribe or prescribing themselves, you know, whatever they think or saw on in that moment, but really it doesn't help that much. You really want to like, you know, look to things that um, have a lot of science to back it up and, and test and testing. Um, and that was another reason why I fell in love with the infrared sauna is just because the amount of science and testing that backed up all the different benefits was exceptional because it's been around for so long. It's been around for, you know, over 30 plus years. And when babies are prematurely born, they put them in incubators and that's infrared. It's like so gentle and so safe. Uh, it's like, I did not know that. Uh, yeah. It's actually, um, when I had my twins, they came five weeks early oh. and I had like a super traumatic like delivery and whatnot it was like actually awful but my babies were in incubators 
infrared incubators for the first week of their lives, which is kind of like really full circle because they were literally getting dosed um, within the first week of being born. That's that's crazy. Yeah, oh I gosh. wouldn't have made that connection either. <laughs> nice. No. Huh. Who knew? <laughs> Who? No. <laughs> Oh, like, okay. Yeah, it's just a much more um, superior uh, gentle heat than anything else out there. And, you know, the sun's really great, too, but it also has all these, like, bad UV rays and things that are really bad for you. And you really only should be getting, like, no more than 30 minutes exposure each day without sunscreen on. Whereas the infrared sauna has, like, zero implications or things that you need to worry about unless you are, you know, somebody that, you know, gets advised by their doctor because you're taking crazy medications or, or whatnot. And when in that case, you know, or also if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, but that's just because they don't test on pregnant or breastfeeding women. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't mean necessarily it's not good for them, but I by no means did that when I was pregnant. Um, but yeah, it's like kind of cool to have something that's like so gentle and really great for everyone. So wait, how did you come across this? Yeah, I mean, just to back up a little bit, from the modeling career, I actually got into hosting my own show. Um, it was called Women Versus Workout. And I tried all these, like, really crazy workouts. And it started off with, like, UFC training and parkour and then, like, quickly escalated to, like, Navy SEAL training and NASCAR driving and motocross and, like, really fucking hard things to do. Mm-hmm. But I was just, like, so in love with it and the lifestyle um, and trying new things. And with my A-type personality, I would never give up. Um, so it was this like really cool show that like catapulted me into like more wellness, fitness, um, you know, programs to host around. So I had to get really familiar with it. And I also became a nutritionist and health coach and realized that's where my passion was because I had this like capability of absorbing every single information that I would read about it. Um, and I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur of some sort, um, but I didn't know how to do it. And I like really wasn't the best post like I did a really good job of women versus workouts and it was like my show but then when I started talking about other sports and things that I really wasn't that interested in it was really difficult for me um so well based on what I saw from your show it was like you were oftentimes the only woman in a sea of men (laughs) exactly and so that I'm sure gets old too (laughs) Mm -hmm. 100% 100%. And ultimately, like, it was totally, like, when I was younger, it was fine to do that to my body. But, like, now, like, I could never do 24-hour hell night with Navy SEALs. Like, I just don't have it in me anymore, you know? No. Uh, Well, kudos to you for having it in you at all. Once upon a time. (laughs) I do not. In my life. Never. (laughs) That never cultivated for this one either, so. (laughs) I know, I would have never thought either, but I loved doing that show. It was honestly, like, ahead of its time because it was, like, such a cool concept, and I think it was such a good message to, like, young women and young girls or just women in general um, that they can do anything if they put their mind to it. But, again, I'm not going to cry that that show ended up, you know, only doing what it did. Um, It definitely led me to, you know, just discover more things in the wellness industry, but mainly around recovery, um, because I was doing so much, like, stress and impact on my body. Mm -hmm. I, like, you know, looked healthy and fit, but really, I couldn't sleep through the night. And, you know, my skin was so bad. I, like, was so high, strong, and stressed out. Um, because I was working out twice a day and I was like living in New York City and I was like hungry and, you know, trying to like fill this like void that I had in me. 
Um, so actually one of the doctors that I was working with at the time told me about the infrared sauna and that I needed to try it. And there literally was that one infrared place um, out of all of New York City. And I went and tried it and, like, I have never felt so good in my whole entire life. I felt so calm and connected. I slept like a baby for the first time in years. And, like, I went to go write an article on it, and I was, like, researching it. And I was, like, hold on. Like, this is, like, too good to be true. This is, like, a dream product to sell or even talk about, um, let alone I love doing it. And also, like, living around the world, I got exposed to sauna and sauna culture from, like, you know, not only a young age, but, like, just coming from a place where, like, saunas really are not that big of a deal. Like, North America doesn't do saunas like certain places in Europe or even Turkey, for that matter. Um, so it was just, like, a, it was a perfect fit. Like, I couldn't explain it more. Like, when I first did it, I just, like, knew this is what I needed to do, and there was nothing that was going to stop me. And I just kind of, like, applied my women versus workout, like, not stopping to even think about it. And just go and just drive, 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 which honestly, I think that show really helped me become the entrepreneur that I am um, because I like learned to never give up and push through the hardness and, and like train like a seal, really. That's crazy. Training like a seal has got to be the scariest thing in the world. And then you did that. <laughs> and on top of that, you just kept going and doing and doing. Well, yeah. And when you have a show, um, especially one where you're on camera and you're the lead, you also have to find a way to present yourself and look and pretty be a brand and be entertaining. And all of that obviously helps with selling a product, right? Oh, yeah. So like I turned into TV host mode. We used to get interviewed all the time. And I think that people loved covering us because I would talk in sound bites and, you know, explain infrared so passionately and, um, it made it really easy. Like we did our own PR for, we still do our own PR. You know? That's great. That's really great. Yeah. I mean, when you have that much passion for it though, you really can't F it up when you're talking about it. A hundred percent. Like I, am <laughs> a person, I do feel like I am a good salesperson, but I have to be passionate <laughs> about it. It's like, yeah. you know, the reason why I couldn't do, like I was hosting for like BMX and like just things I wasn't interested in. Um, and I couldn't, like retain any information let alone names and I was actually a horrible host <laughs> um, but when I was doing something that I was passionate about and loved like my enthusiasm just shined through and was contagious that's so funny um I have one more question for you and this is yeah. just gonna be, this is like completely not anything we've been talking about left field um <laughs> <laughs> if you have one oh gosh where did my there it is. If you have one. Um, what's your favorite or, like, craziest first date story? Oh, man. First date. Yeah. I, I can't remember, like, three years ago, let alone like, first date. Like, <laughs> like, was did any of the guys from the show, like, that you were training with ask you out? Well, weirdly enough, the Navy SEAL one was the most fucked up of them all because Navy SEALs <laughs> would watch it. And then they would, like, start, like... Facebook messaging me and like talking about like guns and like shit I really knew nothing about they were so confused that this was like a show that I just tried I honestly I had to put restraining orders on a few people um oh yeah (laughs) that was my next question no no it was super scary time because like 
I don't even know if all of them were Navy SEALs, but, like, we know a lot of those guys, like, have, like, PTSD, or there's just, like, some weird dude in America that's, like, obsessed with guns and blah, blah, blah. Like, not good energy for me. Um, And it, it totally, like, made me feel weirded out. And, like, by no means was I ever, like, a celebrity, but that definitely, like, made me realize that, like, I actually don't know if I want to put my life out there and continue to do what I do, because it was, like, a scary time, um, and it was, like, a bunch of them, like, the Navy SEAL episodes have millions of views. That's crazy. Yeah. So, how many restraining orders do you think, roughly, that you, you... (laughs) (laughs) It was actually, one restraining order and like a bunch of like blocking and then like uh, would fall high and like yeah. the front desk and ask for me and then I would like have to get all weirded out that like maybe they were just going to show up and like you know the location of like my business was up and that's what really made it weird because like you know otherwise they wouldn't have known where I live um wait now did, I'm, like, were you with your but, husband at this time too no no this was the <laughs> first year hired out um, yeah um yeah it was just a really weird time definitely scary and definitely like didn't make me want to like rehash or do anything around women versus workout ever again like I'm always like damn I wish I could just like maybe I should just post them on Instagram I think it's like kind of cool and then I'm like "Mm, I don't know like (laughs) yeah I mean earlier when I said that you were always around men and it gets old I just assumed you got hit on a lot and heard a lot of the same like shitty pickup lines yeah shitty pickup lines or stuff I didn't think it escalated to that point my oh God. I did that's why I, I was gonna ask did you have any stalkers <laughs> it was funny because I actually felt kind of weirdly the opposite where I felt more comfortable with men because I knew how to deflect and guard myself which I think led to me being even more masculine than I needed to be um, right. especially when it came to dating and it was really, like, I had to, like, kind of unwind that a little bit. Um, and I actually never really felt that close to women until I started my business. Um, and now it's, like, quite the opposite. I work with all females. My business partner is a woman. Um, becoming a mother, I feel so connected to women. It's really been, like, such a blessing um, because I was always around men, and I knew how to, like, talk to men. And, and honestly, women used to freaks me out more than anything. I feel that for sure. Some are just very intimidating and angry right. all the time for no reason. Yeah. Why are you angry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys sometimes be a little bit more chill and like they need a session in a sauna blanket. Yeah, that's what they need. Right. I think it's also because probably men don't blame others for their problems like women do. <laughs> no, I mean it's totally true I feel like women are a lot more emotional and emotionally connected to themselves so they like have if they're having a shitty day they're gonna let you know whereas like men bury that shit that's true and then it comes out in the form of hangry eating exactly <laughs> or like being a little into, or like yeah aggressive that you're like what the fuck being super <laughs> rude about things yeah um I have one last question for you as well. I mean, Sarah said she had one and then it turned into more well, follow up. All the time. <laughs> it's one like, a. it's one A, one B, one C. It's fine. <laughs> it's in the same realm of context. It's just, I love talking to you, ladies. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We like it too. <laughs> 
And I, um, that, I meant me, us talking to you. That was weird. Yeah, no, we enjoy only talking to each other. <laughs> we don't care about the <laughs> Um. So my question is, with your, like, nutrition and wellness background and understanding um, how much you like your own body needs you to do certain things like you were like I know my body needs this um this time in the sauna like if you have something big coming up and you're like stressed out or you know even because of quarantine and people are just stressed out or whatever do you have like a some sort of ritual or something that you do when you have something big coming up totally um so I'm sure you guys can tell by now that I'm like mostly like a fitness um, sports enthusiasts. So I need to get into my body. Um, whereas like I have like triple Virgo in my chart, which is like crazy in your head. Shocking. Yeah. I'm a Virgo as well. The one who does all the scheduling. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> exactly. You know, organizations, there's like a place for everything. So actually my husband's a Virgo and both my babies are Virgo. So that's like really fucked up. Um, <laughs> that's going to be the most orderly house anybody has ever been into no because it's gonna be like this one's gonna say it goes over here and this one's gonna say it goes over here <laughs> yeah, and they're not gonna yeah. find anything no. <laughs> I, think, I think we're either gonna really love each other or really fucking hate each other um like, <laughs> you know, already does that as it is like you hate the things that are like yourself and the other person in your family so we might just be like a family of mirrors which would be like really stressful um, nah, I think that you're pretty. You, I, I feel like you're gonna be a great mom. Like you're pretty open and honest. Definitely, and I think it's a little too direct sometimes. You know, like I definitely have to soften things up before I talk. And being a business owner and a business partner taught me that. So, um, not everybody wants you know have things like directly spoken to all the time with like this is what you need to do. You know, like not so collaborative, but. That's what I do. So one, I mean, I'm in the infrared sauna. That brings me back into my body. Like I can describe it as like going for a light wrong run. You get that like euphoric feeling. You know when you feel like you're gonna take on the world when you're like running. Um, and you're no. Sorry. No, I I do know that there's a t- I do work out. Oh gosh, I keep kicking my cat on accident. I I, there's a time when I work out when yes, I do feel like very empowered, but running is not one of them. <laughs> You gotta, you have to like run past that point because like when you, I first started running again, I felt like I was getting the flu, and like you have to like run past that point when your body like doesn't feel like it's in fight or flight mode. Anyway, I digress. But pretty much like I also have a trampoline in my house, and I literally jump on the trampoline, and I'm like just talking to myself that like just I need to get back into my body, and I honestly say positive affirmations. It sounds so cheesy and so ridiculous, but like no. Nope. As it's a Virgo that's in their head, like, if I start, you know, saying that, like, I don't know enough, I'm not that good, which I totally can, like, this is the beauty about being a Virgo is the perfectionism that you're driven by, um, then I, like, honestly, I, I can forget what I'm saying. I can go totally blank and just be not there. Whereas, like, if I really do get into my body and, like, get out of my mind and I do those practices, whether it's a workout, whether it's a light jog, whether it's bouncing on a trampoline or if you have a sauna or a sauna blanket, that really just like helps me get back into my body and I feel confident there. I feel good. Um, I just need to stay out of my head. Okay. I mean, that's simple enough. No kidding. Wow. I was expecting you to be like, I take this 
really complex vitamin C mix. <laughs> she was that's expecting, she was oh expecting her God. to say what she was going to do. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, like, again, I started my company I just, and I'm very specific about only doing things that really make a big difference. Cause I, there's nothing more frustrating than like trying new things that just don't work. You need to do six sessions in order to see results. I hate that stuff. You know, I want to feel great now. Um, so I really like my list of things that I do make me feel good immediately. And like, if someone wants to feel good immediately, try just the cold water shower. You release so much endorphins. It's like insane. Okay, but people are pussies. I'm going to say that right now. People don't want to be uncomfortable. So what do you say to the people who are, like, afraid to get in a fucking cold shower? Because the most beautiful things in life are the most uncomfortable. You know, yeah. it's the same for working out. It's the same as, like, when you go to school and you work hard and you finally, like, see the benefits at the end. Or it applies to work. It applies to being a mom. It applies to, like, seeing the changes in your body. It applies to everything in life. You have to be uncomfortable in order to progress and move forward. So I get that. The first 15 second sucks doesn't matter how long you've been doing it for but it's the other like three and a half minutes that you're in there that you're like feeling so invigorated amazing and then you come out and you're like channeling like you feel that good so just push through the 15 seconds I mean now I feel like a Navy SEAL talking um, <laughs> <laughs> I get so annoyed by people like me um it's uh, <laughs> so funny <laughs> I don't know. Just do it. Um, just try it once. If you don't like it, totally like I get it. Maybe you'll revisit it sometime in your life. But just try it once. That was actually the tagline of Women versus Workout. I'm just remembering is I'll do anything once. That's so funny that it's coming back. Oh yeah, like I literally have the worst memory ever. It's, it's funny because like my business partner reminds me all the time. She's like, remember this, remember that, and I like remember nothing. Until she said something. <laughs> Well, you've been an amazing guest, Lauren. Something Absolutely. that Sarah and I do at the end of each episode is try to reinforce those positive affirmations and talk to ourselves in a positive way. And we give ourselves at a girls things that we're proud of that we've done recently. And, um, you know, we won't put you on the spot to think of one right away. Sarah and I will go first, but um, it's just like a, a a fun little close to the show because um, we do have the habit as women of like putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to, for that perfection. Oh. So um, we're all good at it. Yeah. <laughs> so my add a girl is that I have been this. Well, this sounds backwards, but I've been working a <laughs> shit ton uh, since quarantine situations to stay at home. And so it, my life was definitely out of balance and you can only do that for so long before you start to feel it in other areas. And so this week I made a very, very conscious effort to not let it take over. And it's now Wednesday and I feel so much better than I have in the last, I don't know, three and a half, four weeks. So, um, just putting a really conscious effort and putting myself first. That's proud of you. I'm really proud of you because you have Thank not been you. doing that lately. No. You don't do that very often either. No, I am doing it this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours, Sarah? Okay. So, 
I haven't been eating out as much. I went to the grocery store at Shore store and I spent three hundred fucking dollars on food two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I am still eating off of that three hundred dollars from two weeks ago. Proud of myself. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Hi, girl. I know. <laughs> I'm eating actual meals too. I should say that. I'm not like just popping pieces of popcorn in my mouth every 20 minutes. Yeah, it's all just cereal. She's really making it sound (laughs) good, but she's having bowls bowls of cereal cereal for every meal. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's when you get all of that, all the groceries, and then you feel guilty that you're not eating them on top of it. You know, what's really sad is I kind of live in the hood, and and my my grocery store doesn't have, like, the best produce options all the time. And I did purchase a uh, slimy package of raspberries. I was so bummed because I wanted them so bad. Yeah, and it's expensive too. And yeah, you off. You're not gonna well, walk were, back. Well, actually, they were two them. for they were two for three, so I'm not surprised. Um. So my thing is definitely, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, um, with my two babies and balancing being an entrepreneur and constantly working like all, all my zoom meetings are definitely never put my camera on. Cause I'm just so embarrassed about how I look, but um, it's been <laughs> so, so freaking amazing to be able to connect with the babies at this stage in their life. Cause I was totally planning on going back to work full time at this time. Um, but it is like freaking exhausting. And I never used to think being a stay at home mom was actually a real job. Um, uh-huh. You were one that. of those. Yeah. I would never do it, I don't think. No. I mean, I obviously, like your mind might change once you have children, but I just don't think I would be able to handle it. I wouldn't handle well, it. It's like, you feel guilty. It's like, it, as soon as you become a mom, you, like, stress, worry, have so much fear, and you feel guilt, which every day I'm trying to work on not having those things. But, like, I literally think that someone's coming and going to steal my babies in the middle of the night through the window. Probably <laughs> <laughs> not rational. Oh. Right? Oh. So it's, like, unnecessary amount of stress that comes on top of it um but yeah just like doing it all and I have like props to all the moms out there and you know Mother's Day coming up it's my first Mother's Day and yeah yeah I am pretty excited I feel pretty proud of myself so you should like I said you're accomplished (laughs) 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 well Lauren do you have um uh, website or social media or anything that you'd like to promote? Yeah, totally. Um, definitely check out Higher Dose for sure. There's a lot more information on there. We try to keep it light for people, but if you ever want more information, just Google infrared. It's always the best. Um, but that's higherdose.com and then at Higher Dose for Instagram. And then if you want to follow me, you'll see a lot of my babies and, you know, me trying to be healthy and, <laughs> you know, Honestly, you're so inspirational like. to talk to. I can't imagine, like, your pictures you think are probably dumb, but after a conversation with you and then seeing your pictures, it just makes it so much more impactful because those Aww, normal everyday yeah. things for you are not as easy as they are maybe for everybody else. And that's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think I just feel like I need to post more, you know, like sometimes I'll just post like a 10 second video with no context before and after. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn, that probably didn't make any sense. I'm supposed to be good at this. <laughs> Um, you don't have to be good at everything. No, from one Virgo no. to another, right? She's saying it. Man, but, and then I'm a Gemini, so yeah, don't worry about it. 
Well, Geminis are always my best friends because we always laugh so much together. Uh-huh. So you guys are Virgo Gemini? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's like my favorite combination. My best friend, it's my the sister. Fucking best. <laughs> it's the best. Like we laugh so much. Geminis make Virgos so much more fun. Uh, and Virgos, yep. like give Geminis the best advice that they like ever could get. Like it's so clear to us what Geminis need to do. It's like so I know. Awesome. I know. Every time I look at a girl, she's like, well, you know what you need to do? I'm like, I really don't. I don't know what I need to do. Help. <laughs> Help me fucking please. Untangle my knot. No, you guys are so much more fun. Thank you. <laughs> We're a lot. I've seen Nicole. Nicole's only really gotten really super pissed at me like one time. And it was not podcast good. stuff. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> and we made it through. Oh. Well, thank you so much. Oh, did I lose you? Sorry, I think I just cut out a bit. Oh, that's okay. Um, Thank you so much. This was such a fun conversation. And if anything, um, I think it's just a reminder for everybody to, like, stay in tune with your body and pay attention to your needs. And it's okay. You have to put yourself first sometimes, you know? Yeah. And, like, do things that you really want to do. Obviously, you did. And you you still were able to come back and establish yourself and have a family. Like, you can have both people. Amen. Right. Yeah. So, thank you again. Um we appreciate you being on Lauren and we're going to tag you in all the stuffs when we post the episode. Come out.